You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. The Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. People are demanding answers. Basically exposing the truth. For us to explore in more detail today. This is the time period of truth being exposed of all the unhealed stuff coming out. So make sure you tune in. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at wordofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Episode. Hit the subscribe button now. You are very welcome. I am Ahanu and Angel Rose is with me, as always, looking divine. Staring up at him adoringly. <laughs> now, looking divine. When I say you're looking divine, Angel Rose, I really mean that because we find ourselves in an interesting discussion about the divinity of the human. We... we consider humans to be less than somehow. We all feel, I think, inferior somehow, that we have to obey laws, that there's always somebody more powerful than you, there's always some leader, there's always some God that you have to aspire to always in our history and in our current days. So we found ourselves looking into this in in a much deeper way. So let's backtrack for a moment and give you an understanding of why this is coming up and why it's necessary for us to talk about it. Several weeks ago, you may know that Angel Rose had a little mini stroke and she was taken into hospital. And around that incident was the fact that she was feeling numb down her left side. Her, the side of her tongue was numb. Her fingertips on her left side were numb. Her toes on her left side were numb. And in trying to come to understand what this was all about, we do go into the etheric, we do go into the spiritual and we ask, what's the significance of this? Where is this coming from? And in exploring that, we found that it was a past life issue that was coming up at this age now in our current life. And it was to do with the left side, of course, being feminine and the tongue being numb. She couldn't speak out in that lifetime. She wasn't permitted to, or she perhaps felt that she was not obliged to. But for whatever the reason was, this was a, a capping of her spirituality, of her growth. How about a vow of silence? Or maybe even a vow of silence. Absolutely right. This is what we, we need to become aware of, that there are these past lives that are acting on us all of the time. Until we resolve them, of course, until we come to terms with them or until they come up to our conscious awareness and maybe forgiveness is needed around them or whatever is needed around them. But they do need to be resolved and dealt with. Otherwise, they'll keep coming up. So it was with that in mind that we explored this issue of the hospitalization and its importance to what we're doing right now in the world. And I'm relating this also. I want everybody to understand that you need to look at your own life in that context as well. What's going on in your life right now that may perhaps be influenced by past lives? And this can be positive or negative. I mean, it could be that you're some great leader or guru or you're some great artist or you're some great 
author or you're some great actor or you're some great business person, whatever it is, in the positive or the negative, it's fantastic when you begin to see how that's influenced by past lives and why it's happening the way it's happening. And it gives you an amazing understanding and an incredible insight into what's going on in the bigger picture. Let's back up a little bit and just give people just a tiny summary of the journey itself that we've been on the last two weeks. So this little episode that I had occurred on our travels from Oregon to San Diego. But first we had made a stop and went to a, uh, a Canaway convention because we're now distributors of CBD oil and this is our company, Canaway. So we went to a convention there first, then we were heading to San Diego from there. And I was on the phone with a friend and all of a sudden the whole left side of my body went numb. But continuing on from that, after visiting our daughter in San Diego and me having my little I call it an episode for some reason. And when you think of the word episode, all of a sudden I got an image of a film, a movie film, right? This is an episode in my film, okay? And anyway, I did end up in the hospital in San Diego. Then we went on to Sedona, though, Ahana, because for the last six or seven years, I've been asked to create mother tinctures out of sacred places, as some people know from all of our journeys in Ireland and Scotland and England. But they wanted the Grand Canyon. They wanted all the vortexes in Sedona and Meteor Crater. And I just haven't been able to get there. So we went there. So why I'm mentioning that is because we went from there to... So we did the north rim of the Grand Canyon after the vortexes in Sedona. Then we went to Bryce Canyon. And I haven't been able to completely understand the symbolism of this whole left side numbness. Although numerous spiritual people have written me and said, are you sure this isn't an energy reboot? Are you sure this isn't some sort of a... An energetic reset. That's right. And I thought, well, probably it is, but I didn't understand what it is, okay? But there's something about why this journey is so important and why the waters are so important in relation to the story is because whenever you and I are doing those, our connection to this deep vastness of God comes through nature. Mm-hmm. And it, it brings balance back. Like I feel very, after coming home now, I feel very renewed. I feel very much in my sacred, holy inner place again mm-hmm. from going to those places and collecting those waters. So coming full circle here and looking at past lives, like you mentioned, and understanding this morning that there's some past life connections to what this whole experience has been for me. And now that kind of brings me full circle to what you were saying in terms of who we give authority to and who we give power to. But I just want to say for me, and I'm sure I haven't completely processed this whole thing because I'm still numb on the left side. It's a lot better, I have to say. You know, it comes and goes or sometimes it's real intense, sometimes it diminishes. But I'm finding that there are past life connections to this with the left side 
not only representing the feminine, but representing the past itself, because the left side is the past, the right side is the future. I'd venture to say, Engelos, that this does have to do with past lives, because that journey to the Grand Canyon and Sedona, we did an episode, excuse the expression using that episode, we did an episode of the Honest to God series several weeks ago where we talked about places having an impact on us, that there can be memory held locked in the grids of the earth and in our own bodies in certain places to do with past events. We talked about that quite a lot. And when we visit those places, it can unlock those events in our memories. And I do believe that to be true because I've experienced it myself. So when we visit these places, and we've visited the Grand Canyon several times, we visited Sedona several times at this stage, but each time we go, it seems that it unlocks that memory again. And then when you leave, you you forget about it. That seems to be the way. So when you go there, th- these issues come up and the the cellular memory gets unlocked and the issues come to the surface and you you look at them and you deal with them and it can be really interesting. It can be a fabulous adventure, actually. And for somebody who may be into writing or journaling and just writing down what's going on with you at the time can be very revealing. And this is what we do. In fact, we even wrote a program that people can study if you want about how to journal. And it's called Transformational Writing. And you can get that at tw.smartmember.com. But it's interesting when you do write stuff down. So this is what we did with our trip around Sedona, the vortexes. And we we actually passed by also um, um, Mount Shasta on our way down to California. California. Yes, Mm -hmm. and that was very revealing also, very, very interesting. Now, what I'm coming to, though, with all of this is that when Angel Rose talks about the left side and the feminine, I do believe that what's coming up now is the necessity for the feminine to take back its power because it has been under the the, uh, patriarchal rulership for so long. And we're seeing the same thing now with many patriarchal rulers around the world in this day and age that needs to be curtailed, actually, and it needs to be balanced with the feminine. And I think that's what a lot of female politicians, female leaders are doing now. They're bringing that sense of nurturing. They're bringing that sense of balance. They're bringing the divine feminine into our world. So when you're numb in that area, to me, it's saying the feeling has to be brought back into that area. Well, you know, part of what's coming to me is we're talking about all this. And one of the things that I've observed in some of this past life stuff that's coming up for me there are a couple of lifetimes so far, just being back today, where I was definitely a female who was to say on the low end, you know, like one of them was a nun with me, which I've known about, but with the vows of poverty and the vows of supplication and uh, self-punishment even, you know, and chastity and all of that, right, that nuns take as well as this other life where I was the mistress of somebody very important. But this is what I mean, though, where I'm always in a position on the low side of humanity. Do you know, like I'm nobody important. I'm nobody, at least the ones that are occurring. You know, you're you're definitely not in a presence of female power. You're definitely not in a, a position of authority 
over others or with others. So this brings this whole, I don't know that it, that I think it's just bringing the feminine back. I think it's bringing ourselves back because we lose ourselves in positions or in assignments through a lifetime and, and the roles that we play. We're talking yeah. about episodes as a, a little piece of yes. film in a Because journey. we identify ourselves with the role. With the role. Yes. Absolutely. And we say, that is who I am. That's when right. When in fact, that's not the case. I remember the time I had a lifetime memory, Ahanu, of um, being a cheesemaker in an Indian caste system. I do. And in that lifetime, I was feminine as well, but I, I was not permitted to have access to higher knowledge, mm. to higher spiritual knowledge, because mm. I was in this caste. And because I was in that caste, it's like you, that was where you were, that was your position. And you accepted it. And there was no question. way around it. Yes. That was just it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, why this is important, though, also with the way you're talking today, is because this whole identification that we have of ourselves with specific lifetimes we've lived that have had impacts on us or roles that we've been assigned to. When the truth is, it, or authority figures that tell you this is your place, or these are the rules, or this, these are the beliefs, then you have to adhere to those, and these are what you have to obey. As long as that's going on, we don't ever get to be ourselves truly. Mm-hmm. And, and why this journey, again, was so important to me was because when you look at places like the Grand Canyon or you feel the magnificence of the energies in Sedona or you go to like Bryce Canyon, it was just so amazing. It's just unbelievably amazing. And you, you understand what nature does, that nature is just this incredible, powerful force. And then we relate ourselves to it. Like you, you took some pictures at Bryce Canyon. We were up on top looking down but yet down below there were hikers mm. walking the trails along the bottom of Bryce Canyon. And I thought to myself, what's it like for them to be down there looking up mm-hmm. at this towering, magnificent place? Mm. But there's something about being in places like that that align you with them. In other words, they're strengthening because they bring you back to your connection of God, God in nature. And that is in us, and that is us. But we don't see ourselves like that, especially when you're in places like the Grand Canyon, you feel very small Mm -hmm. in comparison to how huge this place is. But why does it heal, or why why is it awe-inspiring? It's because there's a connection made. It's because there's a communication made with magnificence. And that feels healing because it reminds you that you're in that. That's in you. That's part of you, and you're part of that. Mm-hmm. There's no separation. But I think it also sparks the memory of being there before. This yeah. is what we were talking about earlier. For example, the Native American Indians, uh, I can't remember which tribe it is now, but they, in, in their tradition, they talk about the fifth world emerging out of the Grand Canyon, or that in some past time, they had to go underground in right. the because of maybe a cataclysmic event or whatever mm-hmm. that they had to go underground in the Grand Canyon is where they went in and that's where they emerged back out. And they've discovered caves and stuff where they're that's exactly true. Yeah. So 
we could have been there. And I don't mean just you and I, Angel Rose. I mean, we mm-hmm. as a as a civilization, a civilization mm. we could have been there. So when you physically go there now in the present moment, that could very easily spark that memory that is a familiarity or an ability that we had to transcend worlds or to go through portals or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And that's why we feel the grandness. That's why we feel the amazingness. That's why we feel the sense of personal power in places like that. Or equally, it could go the other way. If you went to a place of tragedy, as we've talked, when the memory of tragedy is embedded in the grids and you feel depressed and lonely and sad and hurt and injured and you feel the effects of the trauma. So we mustn't dismiss these feelings and these issues when they come up for us in certain places. I think it's a good thing to actually look into them. And this may have been in the past described by psychologists and psychoanalysts and psychiatrists as being an illness, you know, that one would delve into something at this level. But I think actually it's an awareness. It's an awareness to be able to know why you feel the way you do and to understand. So you're even attracted to go to certain places. Yes. Why some places, the thought of it, you say, oh, like me with India. I've never had a desire to go to India. Yes. And I'm aware that it's because I caste. probably don't have a good memory of India. But it's probably that caste system it that, could be that lifetime. Where other places, yes. you just say, yeah, I want to be there. Yes. I lived in Egypt myself, for example, for many years, years ago. And there are some people in our family who say, oh, I never want to go there. I have an aversion to anything Egypt. You mentioned Egypt and I, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, and I can understand why that might be. Things may have happened there mm-hmm. in a past life. I know life. what happened to that person there. Yeah, you see. <laughs> I know why they don't like Egypt. Yeah. And the same thing is true of other countries. You may have an aversion to going to Australia or going to South Africa or going to Iceland or wherever it might be. But equally, you may also have a draw a huge desire because it's why people would put this on their bucket list, for example. You know, I want to go to the Taj Mahal or I want to go to Mount Rushmore or I want to go to the Himalayas or people would have this incredible desire to go there because when they get to the bottom of it, they may find that they've had a life there that's very significant to them right here, right now. And I just want to interject in here too the whole idea of traveling. Because, you know, I do think, like you mentioned in the beginning, places change you. The energy of places Mm. change you. The memories that you're talking about that get stimulated Mm. in your DNA. And why is it that at certain times of your life, at least for me, I get this restlessness where my inner spirit is saying, come on, get going. You got to go there. You got to go there. Mm. And we make up all sorts of excuses why we can't go. Don't have the money, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But when that happens, when your spirit is prompting you and it's repeated over and over again, like I say, six years now, every year, you're going to get to Sedona now. You're going to, and we've been before, but I saw it completely different. It was more magnificent this time than ever. Probably because I've changed. Yes. Okay. And what you feel changes and what you see. But I just want to say to people if you have those sorts of desires, your spirit is moving you. Because there's a reason for it. There's yes. some purpose to it. Yes. And isn't it ironic, Ahano, that we're now publishing a book for a woman whose book is about her journey to India? <laughs> now, yeah. you're someone who loves India, and I'm someone who went, I don't right. know. 
Yeah. But now, and her story, in fact, is about that very thing. It's about all the inklings and the inclinations she had over several years to go, to oh. want to go, mm-hmm. and for what all kinds of excuses came up why she couldn't, and and she was told by several people, oh, don't go there on your own, you know, you'll be molested, you'll, be, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff, and eventually she did build up the courage to go, and we talked about journaling in the beginning of this episode, where. Uh, she did journal. She wrote it down. And what she wrote down is fantastic. And we're publishing it for her. And it is it is some story, isn't it? It's a fabulous it story. A we're looking forward story. to getting that published. And we will have that out in the bookstores probably October, I think we've scheduled. November, actually. It's going to be scheduled. called She Went. She Went. She had the courage to go. She went, yeah. And that's a beautiful example of rising up, grasping the nettle, as it were taking control of the inner inklings, the inner desires that are moving us along in a spiritual path. And she wouldn't have known prior to going that this would end up being a book mm-hmm. of her stories and that it would inspire people in that way. You know, so there's all kinds of things going on that are really beautiful. So, Angel Rose, to bring this to a close, I want to let people know that it's so important to listen to yourself. This is what it's coming down to. And in the case of Angel Rose's issue or episode, listening to what your body is saying, listening to what it's telling you, listening and following up on it, because it really is guiding us. Our bodies are guiding us. Our thoughts are guiding us. Our circumstances are guiding us. Our situations are guiding us. Even what we might see as the external world, it's not really an external world, but in the external world in that way, can be guiding us. Because I remember, for example, when I was a teenager and when you come to that point where you say to yourself, oh, what am I going to do with my life? You know, am I going to be a doctor or an engineer or a pilot or a, uh, an astronaut or, you know. And I found myself sitting in the back seat of a car where I thumbed a lift back home. I didn't own a car at the time. I was maybe 16 at the time, 17 maybe. And on the floor of the car was this advertisement And I picked up that advertisement and I followed it. And that dictated how the rest of my life unfolded because I ended up going to to Houston, Texas from Ireland at the time, spent nine months there learning and training and doing uh, engineering and all that kind of thing. And from there, went to live and work in Libya, way down in the Sahara Desert. And from there, moved over to Egypt, ended up being six years in Egypt. And from there, lived in Malta, Uh, went to work and live in Pakistan for another year, went and worked in India and did all kinds of crazy things arising from that one little Mm. synchronicity, that one little coincidence, that one little advertisement that was on the floor of the car that was full of mud and dirt that people had sat and stood on. So my point is, don't diminish these little pointers. I've come back from this too, just realizing how incredible life can be yeah and how we're guided even little things that happened along the way on this journey where a stranger said something to us that guided us on our trip and saved us a bunch of money and and just these random things that you would think didn't relate but they do relate yeah okay and i'm not out of this yet okay what i've been going through but i don't see it as as negative, I see it as, isn't this interesting? Yes, it's opening up that some amazing... What is it revealing to me? Yes. What is it showing me? And um, yeah. like I say, not in a negative way, but in an awareness. And funny with this, I had difficulty walking anywhere. 
while we were gone, okay, because of the, the stroke. But somehow, by the time we got to the Grand Canyon and we got to Bryce Canyon, I had to walk a little bit because I wanted to see these things. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that it was making my left side stronger. That little bit of exercise, uh, even though it was painful, was strengthening me. And that was an awareness also for me, whatever went on in the past. Because we are doing some things now in our lives, currently, Ahano, that have taken a, a very big leap in frequency for us. One of them is the CBD oil. The other is the types of books we're publishing and the rate that we're doing that, which is all a step up for us, right? Moving us forward. So these other lifetimes, though, are not compatible. You know, they're still influencing me and they're not compatible with this new place we're going. So the left side of me does have to do a bit of releasing and come up like you started with when you were saying how you were talking about the feminine and the feminine being less than the male for so many, many thousands of years now. It used to be equal, of course, at one yes, point. Yes, it in time. was. Women were just and, as powerful. And indeed, there was a time when it was superior in the sense that it was matriarchal yeah. and all that. So it's the balance that we're looking for here. Right, because it mm. did go. You're right. It was matriarchal, mm. dominant at one point, and then it became equal, and now it's male dominant. Mm. And now I think this isn't so much about bringing back the feminine again. I think it's about the self. And I, what I mean by that is that the self is whole. It's both those aspects in perfect balance and harmony. Okay, and even if you think about the, the CBD oil, which we just have to clarify, this is not a product with any THC in it. This is not about influencing the mind or altering the mind. This is strictly for health purposes. Mm-hmm. We will do a program on that separately, I think. Yeah, Yeah. but even that, what it does is it balances the body. So, of course, symbolically, it's perfect for where the world needs to come. Yes. Where the individual needs to come back into balance with itself so that it can be whole and feel well. Yes. And even Source reminding us that when somebody doesn't feel well, negativity is a natural consequence of not feeling well. Mm Mm-hmm. But when somebody feels balanced and well, they're naturally a loving, cooperative being. It's just that's the natural human when they're in balance. Yes. So yes. So yes. all of this is working again. And it's funny how doesn't nature work to do that? Doesn't God work to do that? Yes. Always bring things into harmony and balance. And whatever's off gets exposed. And places can stimulate, can bring you back into balance or show you the things that are out of balance. But I, I just think travel is a wonderful thing. Places are wonderful things. You know, the whole thing is pretty wonderful. And I know I'm going on, Ahana, but I'm in the state of euphoria this morning. When you, when you land <laughs> and, and, you, and you start to realize things. You're beautiful in a state of euphoria. Anyway. <laughs> now, many of okay. you will know that we do always look for practical spirituality in a changing world. In other words, little ways that can help because a lot of times when we when we talk in a spiritual sense it might sound grand and up there and unachievable but when we always try to give people little techniques and so on so we've just actually outlined a very simple technique actually of how to grow in awareness and that is to listen to your body 
Because your body will tell you when you get these little inklings or these little nudges, whether they're physical or emotional or spiritual or, how, or whatever they are, listen to them and write down the answer to the question. What is this telling me? What does it, this mean to me? And you will grow in awareness. You will be catapulted into the whole world of psychic awareness when you do something like that. So that's a very practical little piece of advice. Yeah. Let spirit guide you. Because when people were saying that to me that I was going through this energetic reset or somebody even asked me the question, what did my intuition tell me yes. about this episode? And, you know, I just have to say in the condition that I was in then, I didn't have the wherewithal in me to even reflect like that. Mm -hmm. I have to say that, that sometimes when you're in the middle of something, you may not have the wherewithal mm -hmm. to go do that sort of yes. reflection you're talking about. But I'm the kind of person that I need processing time anyway. Mm. And it's only now, right, what are we, two weeks later, that I'm landing and I'm starting to get information. Yes, yes, but yes. But the point is, is I'm listening to that information. I'm allowing yeah. it to come in. Yeah. Because. Well, maybe what that is saying actually is be gentle with yourself. It is, yeah. Be gentle with yourself. That's right. And that's part of loving yourself too you know mm -hmm. just go with the flow be easy be pace gentle yourself. pace yourself yes stop trying to solve all the problems of the world or stop trying to solve all your problems just be gentle with yourself and let spirit guide you with that we will draw to a close with to this be continued episode. as the journey keeps unfolding absolutely yes we do want to bring up past lives again in our next episode because we want to talk about the biblical past lives a juicy that episode. That Ahano remembers. Yes, and many people indeed will remember. So stay tuned. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.